Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast. Welcome to Hydrate Level 4, a podcast where we take a nostalgic look at movies from different generational perspectives. And I am your host, Peter, and joining me is my co-host from We Got 5, Devin. What is up, Devin? What up, homie? It's it's finally good to be back on my favorite guesting spot, and that is Hydrate Level 4. Oh, you're too kind, sir. You're too kind. Uh, I think the last time you were on here was probably Avengers 2, maybe? Does that sound oh, right? Oh, I, for- I forgot about that. Wait, yeah. was it no, Avengers No, 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 no. We, we actually did the sports episode with Carly. Oh, no, actually, speaking of sports, we just did the sports trades. That's the last oh, thing I did. You're right. You're right. You're right. The NBA trade deadline. So, we, yeah, right. you're right. We did do that, too. Right, so, right. welcome back to uh, my show. Uh, again, you're my co-host on We Got Five, which is part of Court Temp Parts. Uh, you're also one-third uh, host from the Liquor Run podcast, where probably uh, a lot of people know you from. Aww. And also, you're my co-host on TV Ate My Brain, where right. we cover Fuller House. I'm surprised that you're still doing podcasts with me at this point. It's it's <laughs> it's shocking, to be honest with you. Well, uh, you know, I don't want it to seem like it's because you're the only one uh, available around this time of the night for me. Right, you know, right. because I am on the it. West Coast. That that's one of the reasons. <laughs> that's but, the other reason. But ultimately. I have a lot of fun podcasting with you, my friend. Well, I appreciate that, my good sir. Yeah. So today you're joining me for the 1978 Superman movie, obviously a comic book adaptation. uh, Well, a movie adaptation of the comic book. So, you know, regular listeners of this show will know that at the beginning of the show, we'd like to go back to the year that the movie released and talk about some of the songs and movies that came out around this year. Now, obviously you wouldn't know any of these songs or movies. Uh, well, I might surprise you. Yeah, it, it, it is 1978. So kind of old, uh, again, for those that know, you probably know that, uh, you don't, you haven't seen anything, uh, before 1990, except for <laughs> uncle buck. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and Rocky, but, and Rocky. Okay. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Okay. So 1978, Tell me if you've heard of these movies. Grease. I have heard of it. Never seen it. Okay. Heaven Can Wait. I uh, have heard of it, but never seen it. Heaven Can Wait is the uh, the movie that spawned the uh, remake uh, Heaven on... No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, crap. I forgot the title. It's the one with Chris Rock. Something about Earth. D- down to Earth. Oh, okay. You never saw that one? No. Okay, well, it's a remake of Heaven Can Wait, so okay. just so you know there. Uh, also, how about Animal, oh, I'm sorry, National Lampoon's Animal House? I have heard of it and never seen it. Okay. Uh, Up in Smoke? Never never heard of it. No, it's not the Dr. Dre concert, Oh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a Cheech and Chong movie, for sure. Oh, okay. I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. The Wiz? With Michael Jackson. With Michael Jackson, of course you haven't seen that one. Nope, but there's a toilet in it. (laughs) That's what you have said before. Right, right. On on another show, probably we got five to be honest with you. Right, right. Okay, so movies that came out. Oh, I'm sorry, the songs 
that were uh, number one around this uh, the time of its release. The number one song was You Don't Bring Me Flowers by Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond. Got nothing for you. Got nothing. Have you heard of those names, at least, of the artists? Uh, Streisand. And who else? Who you Neil Diamond. Never heard of her. <laughs> I feel like uh, Jimmy Fallon doesn't mean an uh, impersonation of Neil Diamond, unless that's Neil Young. Who, I get who, my Neils mixed who? up. Jimmy who? Jimmy Fallon. Never heard of her either. Not a fan. No, I, I don't. I, I'm, not, I'm not a hater, but I never remember anything that they that 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 he's done, or am a huge fan of anything that he's ever done. Okay, and the number one song of the time, uh, bef- well, the week before and the week after of you, you don't bring me flowers is "La Freak" by Chic. So that's the first time where the the the, the song preceded it and superseded it were the same one. So, so that's the first on this on this podcast. Now, have you heard of that song? Of course not. Okay, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's one I do know. It's definitely disco. It's uh, freak out the freak the chic. Freak out. So, oh, I think. Oh, I, you know it. Oh, is that it? Ah, uh, freak out the freak the chic. Is that freak what they said? Is that what they yeah. said? Oh. Yeah, it's en français. You know, so they say it in French. Oh. Yeah. So you do know the song. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't okay. know. I didn't know that was the name of it. Hey, good for you, sir, for knowing. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I know chic. what. Okay. I know. I, I know right. S. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and jump into this 1978 Superman here. It is directed by Richard Donner, and it stars Marlon Brando as at Jor-El, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, Christopher Reeve as um, Superman, and Clark Kent. Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, and Jackie Cooper as Perry White. I almost want to say uh, Mark McClure, but he's, he's not very big. Well, he kind of is. Jimmy Olsen, Mark McClure. What do oh. you think? Uh, I, knew Gene, I, need, I knew Gene Hackman. Uh, right. I knew the name Marlon Brando, but have no idea what he's from. Uh, I don't think I've, if I have seen a movie with him, I don't remember it. And Terrence Stamp, I knew from Smallville as the voice. Okay. Okay. As the voice of Jarrell. Right. Did you ever watch uh, Get Smart with Steve Carell? Mm, I've seen like pieces of that, but never seen the actual whole movie. Okay. I feel like he's in that movie too, but I could could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So this movie, uh, Superman, I feel like a lot of people knows the mythos of Superman, whether they saw Smallville or comic books or you know some of these Superman movies in general, but Devin, where do you stand with Superman as a superhero and comic book character? Uh, of course, I love everything there is to know about Smallville. I watched every episode to the very bitter end. Uh, huge fan of the animated series. Uh, love love that. I think that's one of the best cartoons they've ever done. DC. Um, Pretty pretty familiar with all the Justice League movies, I think, and pretty familiar with the Justice League show. I don't think I've seen every episode of the Justice League, but most of them. I got a Netflix set over the summer, though, but that's my plan. But yeah, I'm a huge Superman fan, one of my favorite superheroes. Oh, see, I didn't know that about you. He actually is my favorite superhero. Oh, okay. And the only reason yeah. why I can't give him my favorite is because he's a cheat code. So, because he, he, he <laughs> he's an alien. Right, exactly. As long as he got that red sun, he's got all the powers. Exactly. So that's the reason why he's not my favorite. Actually, I couldn't even tell you who my exact favorite is right now. 
But you know, Devin, some would debate that that's not his fault that he is born that way with the red sun. Like that's that's just him, you know. So right. yeah, I I get the whole cheat code thing, but like it's kind of like uh like kids that are born, they don't pick their parents, right? So kind of the same thing. Like he didn't he didn't choose his powers. That's that's just what gives him these abilities because of our red sun. Hmm. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out who is my favorite superhero right now. If I was going on TV shows, it would be the Flash, but he's not. He's he's always been whack to me. Besides the TV show, <laughs> so I'm gonna go Batman, but just just barely beating him because he's regular. He's a regular dude. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Batman's also a, a very good one. So this movie, you know, again, we're not gonna go like scene by scene. I, I feel like a lot of people already have either seen this or is familiar with the. Uh, the Superman legend, right? Mm. Where he's from Krypton and he lands in Smallville. From there, he goes to Metropolis and it's Clark Kent, right? That's basically right. the story. Um, now, we kind of discussed this about early, uh, well, discuss, discussed this earlier on. And it sounds like we're both not a fan of the first, mm, I don't know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes? Hour and 30 minutes. Okay. Well, it is okay. The movie is slow, but it is written by Mario Puzo, who also did uh, The Godfather. Well, he wrote The Godfather, I think. I, I don't know. He probably wrote the screenplay too. I look. I I don't know that much about the 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 details of Godfather, but Mario Puzo did the screenplay and story for Superman. So I feel like that's why it's very dramatic, right? Not your typical uh, superhero movie, even mm-hmm. though this man has powers. Like it, no, it, it plays as a straight drama. As far as I say, nothing happened in the first hour and 30 minutes. I will say I wasn't bored watching it, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing, not much happened, but I wasn't like, okay, like, just, I just noticed that, like, I, I watched it in parts today. And so the only reason I noticed that, I was like, dang, I've watched this much and only this little bit has happened. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, okay. It was long, uh, but it didn't feel that way because I split it up. So I don't know. Maybe if I sat through the entire thing, I'd be like, it might be different, but. I don't know. Might be dreading it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess we won't talk too much about the actual beginning of it, where we get a lot of exposition with Marlon Brando, who plays Jarrell, who keeps calling Krypton Krypton. <laughs> so I don't Yo, know they all that. they they say that the whole time. I'm just like, bro, like, is this? Did they just realize that this is this sounds stupid? So we're not gonna we're not gonna say it like this anymore. But well. The, the thing is, like, the, the behind the scenes, apparently, like, Marlon Brando just showed up. Like, he didn't care to really memorize his words. He had, like, people walking around with cue cards, and he would just read it off the cards. And mm-hmm. he didn't care that he was pronouncing Krypton as Krypton. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so so he's one of those guys uh, oh, at this okay. point in his career anyways. Right. So let's talk about when uh, uh, Clark Kent arrives in Smallville. You well, know? So one we, thing, before yeah. we get to that, I will say that... Now I haven't seen. This was the first time me seeing this whole movie through, but just okay. being a Superman uh, aficionado is that is that would that be a proper term? Geek, okay, nerd, yes. not even just a fan of Superman. Fan. Big yeah, fan, right? Big fan. Uh, you know that this General Zod thing is going to come back, but he they get banished into the uh, Phantom, Phantom Zone. Zone. So I was like, well, I thought they were going to come back this this movie, but they didn't. So. I'm curious to see what happens with that. Ah, so yeah, they come back in part two and just throwing it out now on my other show, Original Remake, 
I had guest uh, Jay from the Akita and Jay show. He came on and we actually uh, reviewed and compared Superman 2 and Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. So same movie, two different directors, two different views of that particular story. So it, so it, it did some things different. In a way? It was. There was there there were some things that were different that changed the narrative of the story, but ultimately mm-hmm. the overall story was the same. But like the opening sequence, completely different. It's almost like it's almost watching the natural remake. Like somebody took the story and changed it a little bit. So and when, when did they come out? Did they come out at the same time or the part two came out in nineteen eighty and then the Richard Donner cut got released in 2006 when they released the uh, Superman like uh, complete set. So uh, because because oh, okay. the guy yeah, the guy who originally directed it got fired and then this other guy got hired to complete it as his own. So that's part 2 that we all know. Oh, the okay. original guy that got fired, his footage got recovered and then him and an editor put it together as as his vision. So oh, because okay. it wasn't completely completed, they also had to use like uh test footage and things like that to complete this movie. Oh, so there's some okay. scenes where you're just like, why do they look different? You know, Clark's glasses are completely different or Marco Kidder is really skinny. That's right. because it was test footage. Oh, so okay. I did that. Yeah, I did that on original remake. So if anybody is interested, go to iTunes and Stitcher and just type in original remake. And that's the, at the time of this recording, that's the most recent episode. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so Zod comes back for that. And Devin, I'll spoil it now. Uh, a lot of people, it, it's it's a thing. People think that Superman 2 is the best one. Oh, of, I got that today when I said yeah. I was watching uh, the original. So I got that a bunch okay. today. Okay. Yeah, so kind of the same thing with like the, the Christopher Nolan Batman. It's like people say The Dark Knight, the second one, is the best one of that trilogy. By far. By far, and that's what uh, this, the same thing with this too. So I, I actually would be interested to have you check out part two, either versions because they're both good. They're just both a little yeah. bit different. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I actually lean more on the Richard Donner version. So again, hear that review. But I would like to hear what you think uh, okay. about that because because you you know you're actually interested in the whole Zod thing, and he does come back from part two. Right. It's like uh, no, that's what I meant. Uh, the Batman like. Uh, Batman Returns is one of the, is probably the best movie of of that of that set. But there's only two, so it's really like fifty fifty. You know what? No, nope, you got Batman. Oh, the I four. Like... You talking about the of the yeah, four out of Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman okay, Returns, okay. Uh, uh, Batman Forever, that's... Batman and Robin. I feel like Batman Returns is probably the best one. I feel that's debatable because what? well because like one and two though they are both directed by tim burton they're both tonally different as well mm-hmm. so that's debatable. i don't dislike I, one I'm sure no saying. i like them both i like one and two but i, I mm-hmm. feel like it, it is debatable as as to which one's better it was some, because... something about the penguin that just really i really liked i don't oh, know okay see i i feel like um the joker was actually a better villain between those two but part two might might have been done better, you know, probably uh, more budget and things like that. Mm. But I did cover Batman uh, 1989 I know. You know, last week. So if anyone's interested, check that one out uh, right. with uh, guest host uh, uh, Mason. So let's talk about Smallville when he lands in Smallville. Oh, I what did you th- the show? I can tell you anything you want to know. <laughs> no, right. what do you think about Clark as a teenager? You know, obviously we see that he's some kind of like equipment manager or some somebody that like cleans the equipment. It was confusing because 
I felt like he was on the team, but was a scrub on the team because uh, he was the equipment manager. But then when he got home, he was like, I could score anytime I want to. So I'm like, is he a scrub on the team and just acting like he can't play? Or they just like not letting him play because I don't know. It was weird. Or was oh, he just okay. not? I was confused by that. Okay. I, I can. Yeah. I see what you mean. I I actually don't know. Uh, I, I always took it as he was just in charge of the equipment. I right. understand what he was saying, but I felt like he was just saying that because he knows that if he played, these are oh, the things okay. that would happen. You know, he'd just be too right. powerful in, in all these things. I, I think he was talking in hypothetics. Right. So, yeah, I feel that you know he had to do something that really uh, disguised his actual skills. You know, the, the whole kicking the football out into outer space and, yeah, and all, all of those. So yeah. when, I, when I first saw it, now I attempted to watch this movie. When did the uh, Superman Returns come out? 2006. So around that time, I tried to go back and watch these. And obviously, I started with this one because it's the first one. And I saw this part and I got to the part where he's running next to the train. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't need to see this. Like, this looks this looks kind of corny. <laughs> so I never got past that part. And so the, I, I just judged it by the way his legs were moving and running next to the train. <laughs> so but it wasn't as well, bad as, as I, I, I thought once I made it through the whole thing. Especially for a it was, special reason that we'll get to later. It was 1978, but right. uh, fun fact: on the train, do you remember the mother and daughter that was on the train? That that's uh, the little girl saw him running. Yes. Okay, the little girl is um she is called Lois by her mom in that scene. Oh, is so, she? Yeah, so we're supposed to assume that's Lois Lane as a little girl. Oh, okay. And the her mom. Is actually the uh, the woman who plays Lois in the 1950s 60s uh, Superman on TV. Oh, okay. So, okay. so you got both Lois and uh, little Lois. I, I guess you can say. Wasn't the high school chick a Netto tool? That was not. Um, oh, however, okay. however, I, I yeah, I see what you mean by that. Um, when he's in when he's a high schooler, there's two characters that he interacts with uh, as young Clark. There's Brad who does not return the the actor does not return in any of these movies but his character does in part three there's a brad that is a character too that um, clark encounters at a high school reunion so lana that he interacts with yes her character returns in part three but different actress that was not a nettle tool so So the different actress is a nettle tool later in the later series yeah so she comes back uh, annette o'toole comes in at part three playing lana and then okay, she goes I knew on she to was play in the, the old ones. Okay, yeah, I knew right. she was in the old ones. I didn't know which one. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's it. So, uh, do you have any other thoughts as teenager uh, Clark? the The only problem I have is that Christopher Reeve is voicing teenager Clark. Right. Even my though it's thing, a different actor. My thing was okay. So, does Superman age like we age? It seems that way. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because. I don't know. I just I thought I thought it was weird. Like he was a, a toddler. They said it took three years for him to get here, and I was like, oh, like I, I was shocked. I was kind of taken aback that he was like uh, a toddler by the time because most of the, the the forms I've seen, he's always a baby when he gets to Earth, like and not a toddler. 
Yeah, we're supposed to see that in that, you know, brief montage of like Jarrell talking, you know, that's yeah, him when he's sc- growing. schooling about Earth. Yeah. Right, so we're right. supposed to get that, that he's actually growing. So when he left, he was a baby. And when right. he landed on Earth, he was a toddler. I mean, he's standing there lifting up a car because right. it fell on his uh, adopted father. Right, right. But yeah, the, then the, in like all the other ones that you're familiar with, he's always coming to Earth as like a, a super like young baby. It yeah, take but you long. know what? Yeah, just every variation of him is always like slightly different. Right. It, it just it, it depends who's you know kind of directing it and and writing it. Right. So one of the big scenes um, that people remember about Superman is the helicopter scene where Lois is on a helicopter and it kind of malfunctions in midair. And I think Superman, like I caught on a tripwire or some shit, like, something I like I that. Hell, like what was going yeah. on? So that's the first time we see Superman. What do you think about that scene? Uh, I was like, okay, so he saved her. <laughs> it was, it was really, <laughs> it was really funny because, okay, so the, they get caught on the wire or whatever, and he's walking down the street. He's like looking for a place. He's like, it's like this pimp outside. He's like, Hey brother, cool costume. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, that's a bad outfit. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was like, look at this pimp. Like that, that was my favorite. But, uh, yeah, I was like, he, he had to save her. So I was like, that was cool. I was like, he did it with one hand. It didn't. It it, it looked it looked okay. She was dropping down. He's kind of flying weird, but it, I was like, it's kind of cute. The funny thing is, this particular scene is also mirrored in Superman Returns, the 2006 movie. It's when Clark saves the the airplane that's falling down with Lois in it. I remember that. Yeah, he basically says the same line in this scene with the helicopter. It and obviously I'm paraphrasing it, but he says something uh, to the effect of. Well, I certainly hope this little incident hasn't put you off flying, miss. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. Right. Wait! That same, very similar line is um, is also said in Superman Returns. So okay. Superman Returns was like a, you know, just a love letter to the original Superman movies, the first two, oh, anyway. Oh, okay. So no, I, I guess I never needed to see them, man, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, no need to see Superman Returns again. I'd say just go, just go straight to one of the part twos. And again, I'd recommend right. the Richard Donner version. Right. So, what do you think about uh, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor? Do you find him menacing? And does he like when you think Lex Luthor? Does Gene Hackman fit that bill? Okay, so obviously he's not as bald as I'm used to seeing Lex. Obviously. And uh, I don't know. It, he, Gene Hackman has this like swarmy feel to him, but not really evil feel. He seems like he was, he was, he, he was like shifty and dirty, like he like a car salesman type guy, but not really uh, a menacing. I'm gonna destroy the world type. So. No, I wasn't scared of him. And I, I, to be honest with you, the first scene, I'm like, who is this? What, what is he doing? And what is he talking about? I don't know. I kind of blacked out with the first scene. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> he's supposed to be Lex. Uh, I think I think either his his uh, flunky dude said it or the chick, Miss Tesswalker, said it. But I was like, oh, he's supposed to be Lex. I get it now. But yeah, yeah so it didn't really scream Lex to me. Like even Michael Rosenbaum's character on Smallville, like even when they were homies, you could see the potential to be diabolical there like yes it, it, you could always feel like the that that turn was coming i just felt like he was playing evil yeah no i i completely agree with that i love gene hackman right. i don't love him as lex luther he is definitely not lex luther i don't right. know if i even have a lex luther because kevin spacey wasn't a big fan of his portrayal 
um, in, in the Superman. Superman so, yeah, right. The, Kevin Spacey was in Superman Returns, right? And you know, obviously, we haven't seen Jesse Eisenberg yet as of this recording. Uh, you know, for Batman v Superman Friday, Friday. But uh, for me, I'm watching it the Thursday before. So, oh, but uh, I agree with Jay, who again was a guest on original remake. We uh, he brought up the Lex Luthor from Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman. Now that's like the one show I never really watched. Yeah, it's good. You you should yeah. check it out. I mean, Terry Hatcher. Episode... It... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, I mean, aside from Erica uh, Durance, mm. was that her name? Yeah, yeah, Eric, yeah. Hey, she can get it. Don't get me wrong. She's yeah, she's she she's very <laughs> she's very easy on the eyes. But right. my OG Lois Lane is Terry Hatcher. Right. I will say I've seen episodes, but not really like a season. But you've seen uh, Desperate Housewives. No, uh, I saw like the first season. Okay, well, like, she was one of them. Yeah, Terry Hatcher. Right, right. I, I always love the Chris Chris Rock Joe. He's like, they're it's Desperate Housewives, but they should be called Ungrateful Bitches. Because I was like, man, this show <laughs> is just ridiculous, bro. Like, really? So I, I I checked out. I, I I checked out after season one as well. So right. Same boat. Um. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Lex Luthor in these movies, especially the god awful three and four. But I do like his henchman. Um. I'm blanking on the name here. Otis. Otis. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, love Otis. He's hilarious, and to a Otis certain extent, Bird. Mrs. Tessmacher. Yo, Miss Tessmacher. She is the highlight of this movie, bro. Because the first now, see, here's the thing. So when I'm first watching, I thought she was the bad guy. Like she was the lead bad guy. Yes. Like oh, okay. I, I, I like tuned out what Lex was saying, and I was like, <laughs> who is who is this bad baddie? This Thotty Supreme in this, uh, what was she? I think she was wearing a black little number that was like, I was like, is that this 1978 fashion? But she is killing it. And I was you like, know, she probably still living that, uh, that disco life, you know, right. dressed I was that like, way, the swinging 70s. Hey, boo, and how you do? That's what I was thinking. So I was, I was feeling, I was feeling her. And, uh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, she's like, uh, his, like, his flunky or whatever, his old, his old lady when they were uh, swimming in the pool or whatnot, and she was tanning, which also looking good. And, you know, <laughs> well, you know, Otis she, she does save super. Yeah. She, she saves Superman from uh, the kryptonite necklace, you know, the, uh-huh. the chain that he's wearing around the neck. And then she, she steals a kiss. That was funny. She does steal a kiss just because, you know, like she was scared after he removes it, that he'd probably just, uh, you know, take off. Right. But I'm not a big fan of the scene where they pull a fast one over the army. Because I felt like they played the army a little too silly in that like scene. Like they were dumb? A little bit, yeah. Right. You know, so. You yeah. big dummies. Yeah, not a not a big fan of that scene. I can understand so, why. Wh- what do you think about Luther's plan about the whole um, San Andreas fault? So basically that, the, just the nuclear missile. knock off half of California and start over? That's it. He, like, does, right. he doesn't want that Grand Theft Auto game to be um, created. Right, right. Uh, it was or, or was, the Rock movie, like, <laughs> right, right. Oh, the Rock. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it because, like, it, again, he didn't deliver scary to me. He was just like, okay, I'm out to make some money. So I guess that's maybe what they were going for. But at the same okay. time, it was just like I don't really. I was indifferent because, like, obviously I know Superman's gonna win. But at the same time, it's like he he wasn't really caring about hurting people. So I guess Lex was never really about 
hurting people, just more about making money. But I don't know. It's just something I didn't like about his his portrayal. Like it just it didn't it didn't land for me. Like I was yeah. just like, okay, I get it. You want to rebuild and have all the money come your way. I get it. But I was just like, okay, bro. Like what, even what I would that... say even Doctor Evil's more menacing than Gene Hackman, <laughs> and clearly Doctor Evil was just about. Well, he's got the lasers, <laughs> right? Right, liquid hot magma. <laughs> and so I don't know, but it's something you get what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, yeah, Gene, yeah. Gene, they, they have the same goal because all Doctor Evil really does want is money. But at the same time, there's something about he's like even he wants to put a cap in his son, like, and his mom is stopping him from doing it, and I'm like. If Gene Hackman did that, I'd be like, I don't believe it. Like, <laughs> yeah, and she so would have to be like, Scott, what, yeah. what, what, what? And so that's what you have planned for today. Okay. And she's like, stop. <laughs> and so it's, it's just funny. Um, okay, so let's jump to the end where Lois gets uh, buried by like an earthquake kind of thing in her car. Right. Was that scary to you? That that scene. Uh. I, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> that's what I was wondering. It scared but... me as a kid. So that, that's why right, I asked. Right. Like, did, did that scare you as an adult? You know, no, not man. at all. Oh, okay. we got to talk about Lois, too. Can we talk about the interview? Oh, yes. Margot Kidder. Let's talk about Margot Kidder. So the interview, a little mm, creepy and, you know, between the questions and also the things that, like, Superman does, you know, where he checks like uh, her lungs and also like Yo, the color underwear funny. that she wears. Well, she did tell him. To. So here's my thing. I'm not a big fan of Lois. The uh, she was character my... or the actress? The character. Character. Or both. <laughs> uh, well, the actress. I'll say it's the actress. But okay. like, <clears throat> I did so enjoy the mind... scene. So, so, so if somebody else had played Lois in this movie that same way, you'd be okay with it. It's actually the actress that you're not a big fan of. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Some about okay. her just didn't agree with me. But yeah, so they're having the. Uh... And I was like, whoa, all these innuendos, bro. Like, she's like, how what was she like? How big are you? And uh... she meant the height, obviously. Right. right. How what much do you he weighed. Eat? And I was like, <laughs> Lois, I'm clutching my pearls if I had some. And so, and then she like, t- she asked him, what color do you like? And she basically asked him to look. And then when he looked, she's like, well, let me move back. I'm like, you didn't, don't go that way. It don't go that way. Like, and I'm like, it don't really matter because if he really wanted to look, he would have already looked anyway. Yo, if I had x-ray vision, I would, any girl I'd meet, I'd x-ray her first just to, before I even talk to her. So apparently the the famous scene of where they're flying together, you know, he's you know, he's holding onto her hand oh. and they're flying the sky. There's that poem that, I just thought that, that was is, dumb. The the poem or the scene? The scene. I just thought it was dumb. I was like okay. Aladdin did Aladdin did this a lot better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely a whole new world. A um, whole new world. Don't you dare close your world. eyes. <laughs> right, right. Yo, it was so much better. And and Aladdin couldn't even uh fly. He just had a carpet. Yeah, nope. I agree. That uh, Aladdin definitely did it better. Right. Apparently, originally she was supposed to be singing that line. Instead, they went with the whole poem in her head. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think it's extremely slow. And as at well. first I was confused cuz I was like Superman's not uh uh a mind reader. He's not Professor X. So, I was like what is happening here? What, what do you think of Christopher Reeve as um, Superman? Do you buy him as Clark Kent and or Superman? I thought he was uh, beside Miss Tess Walker. Uh, is that, did I say it right? 
Yes, Tess Mocker. Yep. Right. Like he was the second best thing in the film. So really he was the best thing because he was the lead. I really enjoyed him. Okay. Yeah, he was an unknown at the time. And uh, I think that's the sentiment. Everyone um, agrees that, you know, Christopher Reeve is probably the best uh, portrayal of Superman. You know, oh, unless okay. people, you know, like the, the 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 TV show, you know, George Reeves. So, yeah. Man, but I, 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 yeah, I, thought I, I like really him. enjoyed him. Yeah, I, I like his portrayal mm-hmm. as uh, Clark Kent as Superman. I just like uh, Henry Cavill's look better because he looks like the damn fucking comic book version of of superman you know what i and mean the like funny all, thing is, all bulky and stuff. Him. he looks weird to me like his his face or like his, his body, body or his body his face his he, body hair it just bothers something about him just bothers me and yeah, everybody's he's a manly like man him. like I, I i don't know if superman's supposed to look like a seal you know what i'm saying like i i think he's a manly man with hairy chest <sighs> it's something because a lot of people feel your sentiment exactly but I'm just like, he doesn't do it for me. You know, I like pretty, pretty guys. So, okay, you don't find him pretty. No, he's not pretty enough for me. Well, uh, which which Superman is pretty for you? Uh, Christopher Reeve was good. Uh, of course, I love Clark uh, from Smallville. Okay, he's pro- Tom he's Welling. Pro- right, he's probably my favorite. Dean Cain's a good looking guy. So... Dean Cain is half Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... They, I feel like they all are are prettier than uh, Henry Cavill, right? And what was oh, okay. and uh, and uh, Adam, I hate him on Adam. on uh, tomorrow the tomorrow people. I'm sorry, oh uh, Brandon Routh. I'm sorry, yeah, the tomorrow people, Legends of Tomorrow. I hate his character on that, but I even think he's a, a better looking dude than this Henry Cavill dude. Oh really? And you I know... hate him. I I'll admit uh, I think Brandon Routh is uh, his hair is better than Henry Cavill's, but I'll I'll take Henry Cavill over Brandon Routh any day. Routh, right, right, yeah. right. And I and I was I was a really big fan of Superman Returns. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm not, I'm not surprised, but <laughs> but to be fair, that was probably one of the first Superman movies you've actually seen. I was about to say it's probably the only one I've seen before, because uh, I the first movie would be, uh. Yeah, that would be the first movie. Yeah, because then I saw yeah. uh, Man of Steel, which was way after that. So, right, right, okay. So, unless it's unless you count animated movies, but nah, no, that's just drawn. Right. Uh, so what? Which do you I think also of... prefer all the animated movies look better than Henry Cavill too. Oh Jesus, man! The, the shade on Henry Cavill. I'm Sir, just not a fan. That's of okay. Him. Hey, him that's okay. All, more for me. Right. Him and Idris <laughs> Elba can both just die. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. <sighs> but hey, let's just move on. Let's just move and on. And I know all the ladies are just like clutching all their clutching all their pearls right now, and like get him off your oh. show. <laughs> like, yeah, they're not attractive dudes. I'm just saying. Oh, they hey, hey, Take they couldn't get there. it. They couldn't get it from me. <laughs> okay, what, what do you think about this time travel reversal around the world kind of thing? That was dumb. Okay. I was like, so, cause I, now obviously we were we were watching this together, so to speak, I guess. Yeah. And so I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, well, what is he doing? <laughs> okay, like, well, that's not something he could do in the book, uh, comic books. Right. I like the idea, cause if that yeah. was where I'm like, how come he never did this before? Like, how have I never seen this before? Like, if I yeah. run backwards, I can change time. Like, I was like, what is that? Like, I, I would prefer the Flash just come out of nowhere and be like. I got this, bro. Yeah, I, I just, it's really hard to believe. Like, okay, 
And I he get. just only had to do do it for Lois. Like nothing else had to be changed. Like it was just that. See, I'm not a scientist, and I don't play one on a podcast. Right, but right. I will buy that he is powerful and strong enough to reverse the rotation of the Earth. I will not buy that by rotating the Earth, it will turn things back in time. Right, right. It just yeah. It was just supposed to be like it's the Brazil world, or I guess like something never happened. So. <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking. Like, so he fixed everything like in the present time, except for her, right? He yes. like saves the fault line. He uh, helps Mrs. Tessmacher, uh families, like by throwing that rocket up into space. Okay, so all right. that stuff's right. But all he needs to do is go back in time, and none of that stuff is is happening again. Like, wouldn't right. you think he would have to fix that stuff again? Right, yeah, because it uh, it's inevitable, right? Things will right. happen. Right, so I'm like, so... You just keep doing that? Right. The reason was you were not fast enough to save both at the same time. So, yeah. So, so this kind of like, uh, there's, um, oh, gosh, what's the phrasing of it? It's... Continuity? There's no... No, 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 no. There's no uh, stakes. There's, you know, there's no stakes because... Right, well, like somebody dies, hunky-dory now. Like, yeah, yeah, you can just reverse time again. Like, what's right. a big deal if somebody dies? Like, hey, just... Turn the world around. Right. Turn the world around. Right. Is that a song? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Who are you, who are you asking? <laughs> All right. I forgot who I was asking for right. a second. Okay. Right. So we agree that it's it is kind of dumb. Right. So I'm actually, but a it was scared. it was cool. I'm, it was cool though. I, I was like, it was dumb. Like this shouldn't work. But I was like, okay, I'll give it to him. Like I never, I wouldn't have thought to do that because I'm not an idiot. But you know, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. So I am a little scared to kind of get into uh, ratings for this movie because it's kind of, it's the OG Superman, you know, unless you want to uh, count the, you know, Nick at Night or, or whatever, the uh, Superman uh, TV show with George Reeves. But yeah. we'll start with you. Out of five stars, what would you give 1978 Superman? On a scale of now or if I would have saw it in 1978? <laughs> uh, let's, let's go now. I'll give it a three and a half. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Right. Three and a half is still fair. I mean, on a scale of ten, that's that's what a seven. So, right. I was yeah, I wasn't bored. So I I take it take it. I love Miss Tessmarker. I the main character I liked. I didn't like the uh, I didn't like Lois, but you know what it. I mean, I don't have to. So I mean, I, I'm okay with it. Not not a, not a perfect movie. I didn't really like the evil guy. But, you know, I like his henchmen, so a three and a half. What do you think about the origin story? Obviously, when this came out, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, superhero movies at the time. This might have been like one of the first like big theatrical releases of a superhero movie. So what do you think of it kind of being the OG for introducing like the the whole uh, origin story, which I feel like is something in the comics anyway, mm. because, you know, I don't know if you recall, but the 1989 Batman no origin story. And that was oh, 11 right, years right. later. Right, yeah. right. So what do you think of that? Do you think they could have done without the whole entire, like, go straight to being Superman? Do you think it would have worked as a movie? I I kind of, now. Some, I might get a little flack for this, but I always, like, you know how, like, they redid, like, Spider-Man, like, twice, and, like, right. people were like, I don't need another origin story. I'm kind of a sucker for that. I kind of like seeing where they come from. Like, so... Okay. Even you want them Batman... to be like done differently, or mm... or you, you don't mind? No, it being I'm the a same sucker. Thing? I'm I, I don't mind because most superhero movies I'm gonna see it regardless. 
Okay. So it doesn't really matter to me. And depending on how they do it, if they cut some things, if they're just quickly about it. But I always, in, I'm a sucker for like, at least give me some hints back to it. I like that. Like, okay. if you're starting a franchise over, I like seeing the how it all began. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, I yeah, I really want to hear your thoughts on um, Superman Part 2, Richard Donner cut. Okay. Just b- because, I have to do that for you. Yeah, Zod is definitely my favorite uh, villain. And there, there's a scene with him and the president that I'm not going to spoil that I, I just think it's, it's, it's amazing because, mm. because like the lines that are delivered, it can come off corny, but it's like, it is one of those things that he is um, saying, you know, it's kind of one of those like literal translations kind of thing. Like something is said, but he takes it a different way because of the actual literal translation. Right. Okay. So, I mean, again, I think obviously if you're familiar with part two, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about, but that's just my favorite scene. I just think Zod is well-written in that. Uh, But for me, 1978 Superman, I'm probably going to give it, a three and a half as well. I was okay. hoping to give it somewhere, you know, like a four, you know, like a low four or something. I was, but, I um, thought about it, but I was like, I don't like it enough to give it a four. Yeah, this is a, this is definitely an average movie for me now right. Uh, right. as an adult. Like, it, it's a good movie. It's not bad in any way. I feel like the characters are all, all pretty good and they're, you know, pretty memorable. Again, we even brought up Otis, who's a side guy and he's right. just, uh, you know, a henchman. But, um, I think the story is well written. It's almost too well written because we spend a lot of time on Krypton, <laughs> you know right. that I'm actually not a big fan of. And like it's it was a lot of repetitive stuff because he saves Lois and he welcomes himself into the world, and then you go and he saves the regular airplane, and I'm like, what's the point of this? Why do we need this when we've already shown that he can lift a helicopter with one hand? Why do we? Why does he need to save another plane? Yeah, well, for for me, it's just like we could have done without the origin story, which you mentioned that you actually like. But right. having him start in Metropolis and, you know, the helicopter saving, like, hey, I can dig that because, like, we didn't need to see him as a kid lifting up his car and having these powers. We could just jump to him being Clark Kent with powers and then ultimately Superman. So, though I enjoy I – mean, I think the that's adorable, is nice. I think that's adorable. <laughs> okay. Like, look, at the, look at the kid picking up the tractor. I thought that was adorable. Yeah, but you know, it, it's just it, it makes the movie long, and at this it, point, it is it's it, it is kind of rough to to watch. They could have slowed. Feel. They could have cut some of that Fortress of Solitude shit too. Like, yeah, so I mean, if you think about it, at the time, it was probably a great movie. You know, people. Yo, that's were like, why I asked that because I was like, if it was nineteen seventy eight and I was alive and thinking about what was available mm-hmm. at that time, like this is five five, no question. Yeah, and and I get that, but I feel it'd be more fair to the viewers, you know, that would consider rewatching this again. Right. Like for us, rewatching it now, knowing that yes, it is 1978, it's kind of long. Mm. It, that, that's how long movies are now, but they're way more interesting. Uh, that's debatable too, depending on the movie. What you know? what super what recent? Well, let me put because I feel like Marvel always is pretty much uh, they're 100 percent from the field. Except for, uh, the, never mind. We won't talk about those Hulk movies. But besides those, I feel like they're pretty. They're pretty good for the feel. Like the Avengers, yeah, wasn't but, it... yeah, Avengers too. Like you and I, we we both liked it, but we didn't right. love it. You know, right, right. Well, that was. I mean, it's grown on me now. Like okay. I, I still fuck with it. Like, like it's 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 like top six of Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd agree with that. Right. Maybe top eight. I don't know. I don't. I don't have right, a list, right. but you know, I have, I have off, to, off the top, yeah. Yeah, it. It. it I have it, my list changes from my mood 
I mean, besides sure. Iron Man and Avengers one being one two, like those are my top two. Then I, I if depending on the mood I'm in, like I feel like the first Avengers is the perfect movie, and I feel like Iron Man, the first one, got me so like into into these movies. First, of speaking with his origin story with the cave, I loved everything about that. I feel like Iron Man one is probably the best the best Iron Man movie, and then I like three, two we won't talk about. Uh, see, I I I don't mind two, three I don't like, and we won't talk about that. <laughs> Mandarin, really? See, I thought the 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 oh yo, I have a well, you know Jeremy, he has a really big problem with how they treated him, and I'm like, who? I I think I'm I'm in the same boat probably just from the right. sounds of it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he has but, a really big problem with that. It is kind of like because he it's actually funny because he's my, him, and I have a cousin who's my go to when it comes to comics. Cause I don't, I, I never really read comics. Like all my superhero knowledge is through obviously animated series and the movies that I watch. Like I'm a huge fan of those and I'll rewatch those, but I've never, I never got into like actually buying comics or reading them. Cause I was like, this is a, this is a, this is a scam. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm like not getting my money's worth. It's really, you think about it, you get a, a piece of the story every month. Like nah, just give me all the story. But anyway, so yeah, like he was like, "Oh, the Mandarin is the the ish, bro. You gonna you gonna love it." And I was like, "Okay." And then, oh, okay, no, I I, I guess we're in different boats, and because no, I I didn't love it at all. No, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. He didn't. He before oh, okay. the movie happened, he's like, "The Mandarin is sweet." I gotcha. Right, and then I was like, "Oh," and like, is that what he's like? No, that's not what what the Mandarin is like. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I was pretty offended. we'll reserve the you know the the rest of our uh thoughts on that for if if we ever tackle uh, iron man 3 which uh, i don't know right right i doubt (laughs) doubt that uh but okay um but superman uh, before we uh, wrap this up we're obviously covering the first superman movie because this week uh, again at the time of the recording will uh, be releasing Batman v Superman. Where is your interest level in watching this movie? Batman versus Superman? Mhm. Uh it's a 10. Uh but at the same it's a 10 because it's one it's a superhero movie and I'm going to see it. Uh but at the same time I'm hoping that DC doesn't embarrass themselves. That's what I'm going into. Like cuz yeah. I, I, we've already talked about it like I enjoy Man of Steel but it still doesn't measure up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all to me. And so it's like, okay, I know what y'all are trying to do. Y'all are trying to hold y'all own. And and if I was comparing it to how I'm feeling about the Civil War movie, which I'm like at a, a 20 right now, and I'm still got like a month and a half to wait for that. So I'm just hoping that, you know, DC comes out of this on top. Like, you know, it was a good movie and people enjoy it. That's what I want. I, I want it to do well then more than I'm excited for it, if that makes sense. No, uh, I, I agree with that. And I, I guess I, I tend to do that on every show that I do. That I agree with, with, the, with the guest host. But uh, I'm very excited about this because it is also the first time we see in live action, that is, uh, Batman and Super, Superman on screen. Like this uh, Civil War that's coming out in a couple of months. Well, we, we've seen all these people like the last three movies and then them making cameos in each other's movies as well. Right. You know, so I'm kind of done with them at the time being. I'm, I am excited for Civil War for sure. But Batman v Superman is like, come on. Yeah, I think we've all been waiting this. Uh, I think most people agree that, yeah, Batman and Superman on the same screen and Wonder Woman. That's 
pretty exciting stuff. You see, the funny thing is, and that's what's crazy about like my superhero love is like I would say if I had to do a top five of, of superheroes, Batman and Superman are definitely in the top five. But it's so crazy because Marvel, like I was never an Iron Man fan. Like I was like he had a cartoon. I was like, I'm not watching that trash. The only Marvel guy I really messed with was Spider-Man and then the X-Men. But they were never really they're not in the movies because, you know, they're all right. owned by Fox. So right. those are only really Marvel people that I really liked. Like I was never a big uh, uh, who who's in Marvel, the Hulk fan. I never really liked the Hulk. Uh, Captain America, I was never really into. But the movies are I mean, it's. I've said it again, like the movies are so well done that they've made me a fan of them. Like I was always a DC guy. Yeah. 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 Up. Me too. Yep. Me too. So I, I yeah, I just like the other characters better, but clearly Marvel does the movies better. So right. Right. Now yeah. DC uh, shows wise, I love the flash and mm-hmm. I, and, and he was always, I always thought in the, in the justice league and the cartoons, I always thought he was corny. So, but I, I love the flash uh, I tolerate Arrow, and I'm, I think I'm four episodes into the Legends of Tomorrow, but I'm digging that, and and I feel like DC is killing it TV wise. Like Marvel doesn't really, all, all Marvel has is Shield, right? Uh, oh no, Agent Carter. T- Agent Carter, Agent, right? I, I love oh, Agent ABC. Carter, mm-hmm. right? But I don't really mess with Shield. I haven't. I saw like the first four episodes, and like maybe like a couple episodes here and there, and I have to watch the whole thing. But I'm not really a Shield fan. But yeah, so DC is killing it. With a uh, and then you got Supergirl now, Supergirl. But then also on the flip side of Marvel, you you also got um, uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones that you also cover on your show. Oh right, talk about it. So it's, it's, it's the Mar- Marvel's doing it big too because they're on Netflix, so they can go you know not rated right. Wait, I I just thought about that. So Supergirl is DC, right? Yes. Oh wait, never mind. And she's Flashy. on CBS. Yeah, that's that's what's throwing me. It was the uh, it was the the, the channels. Never mind. Yeah, so Flash, I'm also a fan of, and I've actually been a Fla- uh, fan of Flash. I never read the comic books, but I've been a fan of his since the early '90s when right. the first TV show came out with um, you know, with the the dad Barry Allen in the current Flash movie. Right. Uh, yeah, I show. never saw. I never saw that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, he he looks the, the same. You know, he, he hasn't aged much, and he. He looked like he was like four years old in, in that show, even though he was probably like 25. So that's funny. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I, I guess, you know, obviously we're both very excited for Batman v Superman. I don't think you and I are doing a review or anything like that. I'll probably do like an instant one with, you know, with some of the people I go with. Mm-hmm. But, um, sir, why don't you tell the listeners, you know, about your show and uh, where they can find you on, oh, wow. you know, other podcasts and also the internets. Oh, well, uh, obviously, uh, we do a show weekly called We Got Five on the Core Tip Arts Network. Uh, I think we have a great we have great fun there. Uh, also, we're doing TV8 My Brain and the full house coverage, which is fun, also on Core Tip Arts. And then I have a show with my two cousins called The Liquor Run Podcast. And uh, we cover TV shows, as you mentioned, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones uh marvel's daredevil jessica jones like i've actually finished daredevil season two oj so simpson oh right 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 we just did oj uh yeah so we're we'll finish out that like in the next couple couple of weeks and empire comes back next week so there it is we're full we're full we're full bl- board right now so 
yeah, it's fun. It's a fun time. Come check us out. We're on iTunes or Stitcher or whatnot, the Liquor Run Podcast. On Twitter, you can find me at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it. All right. So Hydrate Level 4 and Original Remake are both part of the Following Films podcast uh, podcast network. So you can find those shows at followingfilms.com along with other great shows such as Pop Culture Case Study with my good buddy Dave and also War Machine vs. War Horse. Uh, with Michael Denniston, who's also my co-host on Original Remake. I cover the Back to the Future, the animated series at BaronSpace.com. And on that website, you can also find uh, other great shows as uh, the Quantum Leap podcast with my uh, good buddy Albie there. So again, at CortexParts.com, you can find We Got Five, you know, with me and Devin and other shows such as That Pop This Life, uh, Let's Chat with Rebel and Friends, Talking Shondaland, and TV in my brain. So many places where you can find me and I mainly can be found on the um, the Hydrate Level 4 Twitter at HLF Podcast. So until the next episode, I'm Peter. And I'm Devin. And this is Hydrate Level 4.